Where you carry the sea, you have to carry the earth. And we can't go. So anyway, like uh, you go to the Thailand, right? You bring. And you go to United States, right? Bring with the sea. Not only sea. You have to bring with the earth. You have to carry. I was just laughing at normal. <laughs> Welcome back to Seeds and Their People. I'm Chris Bowden Newsom, farmer and co-director at Sankofa Community Farm at Bartram's Garden in sunny southwest Philadelphia. And I'm Owen Taylor, seed keeper and farmer at True Love Seeds. It's a seed company offering culturally important seeds grown by farmers committed to cultural preservation, food sovereignty, and sustainable agriculture. This podcast is supported by True Love Seeds. And we are starting a Patreon so that you too can help support our seed keeping and storytelling work. See the show notes for the Patreon link and become a monthly contributor for as little as $1 a month. Up until this point, I've been doing this podcast, editing it in my spare time. You know, it often takes 10 to 20 hours. This episode certainly took longer. Um, and so your support really will help make this a sustainable <laughs> project. So thank you. So what's been going on? Why has it been a year and a half since we've talked to our people? Um, well, I think you know, but for purposes of our uh, talk today, um, we became parents um, over the past year. And um, we started parenting during the pandemic, uh, which uh, came with all of its own blessings and challenges. So... That's why we've been off the air. All right. Well, let's introduce this episode. You start. All right. So today we're going to be talking to Nado uh, and uh, the Novik Community Farms. Um, this is for me. Uh, all of our interviews are very powerful um, and 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 touch very deeply um, to the core of, of 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 seeds and their people. Um, this one spoke to me particularly because of the saga of uh, Sister Nado's uh, life and journey uh, to the United States. Um, this is, 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 I can think of a, of a few um, concrete uh, it's instances where the seeds and the stories of the seeds embody so much um, the story of the people um, in such a direct and visible way. So we'll be talking about uh, uh, Nado and her family's uh, 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 exodus from uh, Myanmar um, all through the camps in Thailand, all of their experience, um, all of the, the their sufferings, their hopes, their joys, um, and how all along the way they carried their seeds, they carried their foods, and they carried their faith. And for me, uh, as a member of the African diaspora, um, much of it resonated with me to hear 
However, this story of uh, someone living right now who's experienced experienced what my ancestors experienced um, was for me very powerful. Besides um, so many similarities in the food culture and how uh, Nado speaks about the food and the seeds. Um, so there was a lot to learn there and there was a lot to engage in. I think it's a very exciting and very powerful uh, interview. Yeah, and so Nado is a, a good friend of mine now. She's the interpreter for Karen refugees um, who fled Myanmar or Burma, as they say. Uh, and so we're going to be doing four different interviews, piecing them together, where Nado interprets for these refugees. And uh, they are based now in South Philly at Novik Urban Farm. And uh, they're able to grow their traditional foods that they've carried with them all the way from the mountain villages that they come from and all of the knowledge and traditions and rituals and blessings that they brought with them through all the places they've been. So we are lucky to work with so many farms at this point around 70 around the country who do cultural preservation um, through seed keeping and seed production. And this is one where we've probably learned the most since they're here in Philly and still carry their the knowledge the the knowledge memory but also like the bodily memory like we, we've learned how to winnow really well from them we've learned how to thresh really well from them um, and so we spend you know a day at least each year at their farm in the fall processing seeds together and they come to our farm with with a meal and, and get to see some of their traditional crops growing at our farm in a more suburban or rural setting. So it's just a really beautiful relationship. Um, and I'm just grateful to Nado and her community members for sharing so much with us and uh, with the world through this, this storytelling. Yeah, I think um, at, at this time in which uh, the world, uh, so much of the world, at least in the news, is um, so very much focused on what's happening in Russia and Ukraine, um, it was very powerful for me um, to hear uh, this story of uh, Nado's uh, flight um, from from Burma and to remember that there are refugees right now all over the world. There are people all over the world uh, who are fleeing for their lives and are holding on um, to, to, uh, to themselves, um, to their faith, and can only take what they uh, have inside uh, for the most part. It was very powerful for me and a triumphant story to hear um, how not only um, did they survive uh, many close calls, um, but but not only her family thrived. And the resilience, I think, one of the things that I learned um, that I will be keeping with me um, is the resilience uh, of not only her family and indeed of, of so many other refugees. Um, I, I always like to joke uh, with the, the with the um, people from Myanmar who who have come and worked or volunteered or toured our farm, uh, every time they see almost anything green, especially if it's, if we consider it a weed, then they get excited and they take bags of it home, um, that they seem to eat anything green. Um, many, 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 uh, folks that I have met from Burma. And that was always a joke with me, but hearing, uh, Nado's story, uh, and, and seeing, uh, just what wonderful, uh, relationships they have with our green relatives. Um, it makes me want to eat all kinds of weeds as well and to know how they prepare them and to embody that resilience that says that we can build relationships uh, and with uh, 
with with all of the plant world with all well, all of the edible plant world um so for me yeah it was very very it was very informative and uh, deeply deeply powerful yeah when they visit the farm they gather weeds that i don't even know the name of and and that was you know a survival mechanism both while living in peaceful times which haven't really existed for 70 years there but also you know while fleeing through the through the jungle to the camps and and just to be clear we're going to hear the stories of Tida Wynn's family and uh Serku's family who who both escaped the jungles uh through the jungles and Nado is just interpreting but her family is also you know in that region and persecuted and displaced um so you know all three kind of have stories to tell about life currently in Burma or Myanmar and the ways that they've kind of survived uh, generations of persecution. So we're going to jump in now. Uh, I'll, I'll clip over to uh, an introduction to the first segment. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. Many blessings. So yeah, we're going to start in um, August 2019 with this interview that's coming up here. Um, we're at their farm, Novik Urban Farm, which is in South Philly, uh, in the shadow of the baseball stadium, the Phillies, and more, more in the literal shadow of the highway that's up above the farm. And, you know, they're, they're farming on the land of Novik Brothers, a food, food distributor who supports their work. And where they're looking at um, their crops, including chinbong or sour leaf roselle, and spilanthes or, or toothache plant, um, as many people know it, as well as white garden egg, which is an African species of egg plant that we first learned about through these folks, uh, and the rat tail radish, which they call white mustard fruit or white mustard flower. It's a radish. You eat the green pods and, you know, we were, when we're jumping in here, Nado was explaining that it's often eaten as a snack, raw, or boiled, or in, made into a soup, or you know, fried or pickled. Um, so we're jumping in with Nado, my friend, and the interpreter that we work with, uh, describing this special radish. Enjoy. So we call it the rat tail radish, mm-hmm. but that's not what you call it. No, we call it like a master, white master fruit because they have fruit, right? Yeah, so that's what they call it. And people like a crazy. Some people I can see they eat like, sn- uh, like a uh, snack. Yeah, like a lunchtime, I'm right there, they eat non-stop, they can eat. Some people are very crazy, they eat a lot. How do you cook it? Uh, so cool, I have like a make a rice. Yeah, the one kind, the another kind make a soup, and another one make fry. So for me, yeah, I do all things, but I like the one thing is like a pickle. Yeah, it's a delicious. I love it. This is saku. Saku. Yeah. Okay, what what kind does uh does saku like to make? Yeah, I like like a soup. Uh-huh. Yeah. What else is in the soup? 
Yeah, sometimes I will put like a meat, sometimes I put like a chicken and fish, dry fish. Yeah, mm -hmm. I make a soup. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like. How about this eggplant? Um, what is your relate? Do you eat this eggplant that we're yeah. processing here, the white one? The white one. Well, uh, my favorite is the green one. The white one, so so. Yeah, sometimes, uh, like a we white and we eat like that. Yeah. Why do you grow the white eggplant? Oh, because we want to eat. <laughs> because we cannot find the other place. We cannot find the other place, so when we do in here, so we have chance to whatever we want, we can we can grow in here. So that's why, and like uh, our people, when they want to eat, they can and they buy it because we cannot find the other market. Maybe some place gonna have, but around here we don't see it. Yeah. Um, can you talk about where the farmers come from and 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 uh, how um, how you got involved with the farm? Uh, the micro at uh, the come from the Burma, original is a Burma, and many reason uh, silver war so flee to the Thailand. So yeah, many years. Some people they live in uh, 20 years there, and they move to the third country in United States, and they are farmers, so they want to grow something. So we are trying to work in here. So when we ask, can we when we grow like uh, our favorite food? So okay, so we enjoy. So we bring here. <laughs> uh -huh. What is your most favorite food that you grow here from back from home? Uh, pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin. Pumpkin because we eat a leaf. Pumpkin, like a pumpkin fruit or pumpkin leaf also. Yeah. So many people. I like a chimbang. Yeah, chimbang. Now what is chimbang? Sour leaf. Rosette. Oh. Yeah, chimbang. You know, like a... When we came to United States, right, we cannot find. So that's why we make uh, like uh, the other thing we do, uh, pretend like a uh, chimba. We put like a sour thing to the lid, so like a uh, turmeric powder. So we think, oh, this one chimba, so not really chimba. But after that, we try, oh, maybe we can grow in here. So, and we find out the seed online. But first, we cannot find the really thing. I think like this from the Thai, I don't know, from the Africa or from the, I don't know, Thailand, because very big and leaf. But right now we got the sea because I visit my country. So I brought the sea. Yeah, it's so the correct one. So yeah, most people, they like, and they like a chimbao, they say it's a good for health because sour, they say like, uh, when you bought the heat, you drink the sour thing. Yeah, so it's good for health. What does the correct one look like? Oh, we have in here. Yeah. Maybe you could show me? Yeah, I can show you. Okay. So it's green. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, you can see in here. Yeah, this one, like uh, we say, like at uh, the first we got this one. And this one, like uh, I, I told, like uh, maybe Africa from the Africa or Thailand, I don't know, we got from online. So when we eat a different, very uh, like a liquid, mm. many liquids are not, uh, when you coat, many liquid come out. Mm -hmm. So we don't want like that. So after that, we got from the Burma. Yeah, this one. Mm. Yeah, the taste different. Yeah, the taste different, the li like a little small. And when you coat, not too much liquid. And when you fry, very good. And whatever you do, so like a, it's a perfect, the taste different also, yeah. But we cannot get the sea in here, right? Until now? 
Yeah, until now, because I asked like other states, they say, oh, the weather, when the weather cold, they die. So that's only the way we had to order in online. Mm. And we had to like, uh, some people bring, because we cannot make it in here, the seed. Do you have more seed still that you brought with you? Yeah, <laughs> I save on this. Maybe we can find a farmer down south who could grow it for seed for you. So they can re replenish your seed somewhere further south here. Yeah, but yeah, we try. But the seed, like, uh, not ready to get the seed. We, uh, we got the fruit, mm -hmm. but not enough to get the seed to save. But the weather. Maybe somewhere like Florida. Oh, maybe Florida. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. I could send to someone in Florida. Oh, okay. And they can make it for you. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you for that. Just a quick note here to say that we did find friends of ours, Amy and John, at Frog Song Organics in Florida to receive this seed, regenerate it, and send it back. And we were able to offer it through our catalog last year. And hopefully again next year, they're growing it again. They were already really experienced with growing Roselle. Um, and so they were able to isolate this one and regenerate it for the Karen farmers and for our catalog. So thank you so much, Amy and John. These ones are smaller leaf. They don't make leaf. as much water. Yeah, and they taste cook, better. Yeah, when you cook, you, you can see the taste different also. And normally, this one, too much liquid. Yeah, this one, you can see the stand are very red and big. Oh, flower. yeah. This one, like a short and small leaf we got. And when you cook, totally different. This one, too much liquid. So, like uh, my friend don't know. So when he buys so many water, what I thought like, uh, he make a, he want to like a liquid go away, right? Why, why more, more liquid come out? So he said, oh, it doesn't work. So after that, I figured out oh, that not correct one. Mm -hmm. But they call Roselle, right? This country, at the India also, they love that one. So I can see right now, Asia also, they like not only our Burmese people like, the other people like also, so yes, yeah, good. So what kind of leaves did you use before you found this to, to pretend that it was Chingong? Or can I, am I saying it right? Chimbaum? Uh, you know, spinach, spinach leaf, yeah. And we we fry spinach leaf. After that, we put like a tambourine pounder, and we eat. Usually, we make a chimba with a bamboo shoot, right? Mm. So that's in that time. I think like a ten years ago, yeah. In the New York, I live at the New York, so we gathering in the Korean New Year. So we brought, it's a chimbao, so I was there, I'm so happy. So I thought that, not really chimbao, because it's a spinach. They put the, like a turmeric powder. Turmeric? Turmeric powder. No, no, tamarind. Tamarind. Tamarind sour. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, tamarind powder. And they put that, they fry with the bambi shoe. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> because we, we like uh, we, we're from our country, right? We, we love to eat the, our country food, but in that time, so oh, nothing, but better than nothing. So we enjoyed it. So current New Year, so they bring like a dish from, we make homemade. So different uh, family they make, right? So I saw right away, it's a chimbao, chimbao. They introduced like, a, I can't wait to eat. So, but when I, I take it, oh, it tastes different. So after that, I figure out, not really chimbao. <laughs> but right now we got the really one. Um, what time of year is the current New Year? Uh, each year they change because most is uh, the last month, uh, the last week of the January. Mm. Yeah, it's a current New Year. Yeah. Wow. 
Must have been really wonderful when you found the actual <laughs> plant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, th so this is the toothache plant, or the what we call. Um, yeah, they, they like that one. Spilanthes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they like that one. But I can show you this one like a. Oh, this one is a water. Yeah, they grow the water. Oh. No, no strong taste. But you can see this one like a yellow flower. Mm -hmm. uh, so for last year, I cannot say the seed. So that's why this one I put in my like a vase. Mm. Uh, so, so you take, take a piece and you put it in the water and it makes roots? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I say, so, okay, let's try because I have to bring many hours the other stay, right? So I tried that, so uh, like uh, the weather is ready, so I put on the ground, so it's come out, so okay. We can do this way without sea. Mm. But we have to say this one in the vase, the whole like a uh, winter, right? Wow. wow, and no soil, just water? Yeah, no, only water, because they love water, so we call like a water, like a water crust, you know, like a, they love water. So we had like a three kinds, this one, you had to put the ground. So you have to say the sea. This one is the order from Thailand. What color flower does this one have? Yellow. Yellow, yellow. But this one like a more like a flower. You can see like a small sunflower, this one. Mm. But this one you can see like a the different one. Oh yeah. So this is more like the one I've seen before. Yeah. Where it's red really in the strong. middle and mm -hmm. yellow. Yeah, but when my mom came, so oh this one is good. They say like that it's protect. Uh, any kind of cancer, so they have to eat. They see like that. Oh my God! When I chew, I bite. Oh my God! It's numb. My tongue <laughs> and my mouth numbs. I can't feel so. Why? But they say good for medicine. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too strong for you. Too strong for me. But I can see that that one, the yellow, the same flower, but the yellow one. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Yeah, I, I grow the yellow one. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get back and help them save okay. seeds. Okay. So you can see we could just talk about foods all day, and we do a lot often. <laughs> but I'm going to take us to an interview. The first one I did with this group a couple years ago when I came to bring them my turmeric leaves, they had recently visited the farm that year and told me that they love to eat turmeric and ginger leaves. And so now I bring them each year to them when we harvest the roots. And I brought along the microphone. I put it in the middle of the table. It was, I was meeting them at a community center slash art collective and refugee support organization called Southeast by Southeast in South Philly. And the room was pretty echoey. The sound quality is not great. So I'm going to try to find just the gems in the conversation and whittle it down. And I was there to interview Tita Win and Sherku. And Nado is the interpreter again. Uh, so mostly you will hear her voice, but I'm leaving in some pieces so you can get a sense of the two women that I'm interviewing, and um, we'll hear about their, their lives before they came to the U.S., you know, in Burma, in their villages, and then when they had to leave to Thailand to 
the different refugee camps that they went to. They each went to a different one. And they were there for quite a while, so we talk about their life there as well, and then coming to the United States and their life here. And it gives you kind of a sense, a deeper sense beyond the, you know, the love for food, um, you know, of of the people and, and their love for where they come from and their way of life and how they can continue that in the new lands that they're that they must go to. So here we go. We're going to that little room in that wonderful community center where they're involved in many programs and Nado does some teaching around language and culture for youth and adults, uh, South East by Southeast. My name is Didawe. Afro Burma. Original from Burma and went to the camp. Made the camp. Thailand camp. Thailand. Refugee camp. Uh, uh, refugee camp. So you were born in Burma? Yeah, I'm born in Burma. What okay. age did you go to the camp? Um, well, yeah, 10 years old. My name is Tofu. I was born. I was born in Burma. I come from Burma. ตาเลอร์ฟิจิเกอันโนโนเปอร์เซ็นต์แค่ดิฟเฟกต์ดิฟเฟกต์แค่ฟอร์ฮอร์เมลาโอเคโอเคฟอร์มีเมลาแค่
I don't know, counting them. So that's 30 buckets of rice that she earned for her family for caring for the buffalo for the season, kind of like a cowboy. And so you had to look at the cow, yeah, like a cowboy, but, you know, in the jungle or village. They don't have a machine to separate the rice, you know. So they had to lay on the, like, a ground. So let the buffalo, like, a, yeah, so they collect the rice. Oh, um, by the way, like uh, only one, like uh, the person uh, owned the 25 buffalo. So in the morning, I had to took uh, out and the whole day I spent time and I took care. And after that, like a, like a evening, yeah, I had to make sure everything is the... <laughs> so, so you spent all day with the... Not in here. No, not in here. I had like a lunch ball, so I had to do like a banana leaf, mm. make a lunch ball, so, and like a lunch ball for me, and the banana leaf. And the whole day I had to stay, sometimes like a ring, sometimes cold, so I had to make a ring, ring cold, but not ring cold, no, like a tablecloth. Yeah, uh, in Burma, tablecloth. Bamboo hat. So I had to stay outside the whole day. Yeah. I don't have things to protect myself. I had like a, even though shoe is like a regular, like a, I don't have shoe, like a center. That's it. So I had to, yeah, I had to work. And the, this is from six to ten years old. We need to learn cleaning. Yeah. So just you yeah. and the buffalo alone. <laughs> <laughs> and they respected you? <laughs> yeah, they know me very well. <laughs> Do you ever miss them? Yeah. It's a difficult time I go through because when I to let them, yeah. So, so sad. <laughs> so like uh, the, in Korean war, they say like uh, in the past you, uh, you are like a slave, uh, slave. Mm -hmm. yeah, after that you can become like a boss, mm -hmm. the owner, slave, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, so uh, they go through like a hot life, so right now it's going to become better life. So so no, sad, yeah, yeah. So sad to live, to let the buffalo, mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah, yeah, to. Did you grow other crops? Mama owned the land uh, around the uh, nearby river, so we plant there. So they do like a bean, but different kind of bean is a very good uh, like a price you can sell. So yeah, but they no, do like that, wow, wow. but. At the like uh, the other corner or other yard space, they do like a pumpkin, a squat, uh, other kind of bean. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin yes. for the leaf. Mm. <laughs> we everything only we don't eat the yellow one. <laughs> the pumpkin, yeah, pumpkin be yellow. I thought oh. Can I eat everything? Do you know that? Uh huh. I learned that from you. Yeah, like a chili. Also, they eat the chili. Uh -huh. Fruit and leaf and stand and, and <laughs> 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 the stand. 
<laughs> yeah, actually, like uh, the baby on the top, they pick the leaves, the, the little step. Yeah, actually, like uh, our village is a uh, between we are uh, like a silver war, something like that, kind of like a bed and body to go bed. And yeah, I want to say like a small war, uh, like a uh, fighting, right? So often. So not safety. So some people already they left. So our family stayed there. But after they're thinking, oh, this is not good, and you know, it's difficult to survive there. So they decide to move to go to the camp. You cannot go right away, right to the camp because you had to go through many uh location and. Some like uh, you had to hide in the jungle, and some you had to uh, temporarily you had to make a space to stay there. And we can meet other in the jungle. Also, they can meet each other. So a few days they move there, and they go step by step. So first, like uh, my mom went there, like a uh, step by step, right to the camp. My mom already went there, so my mom know how to go there, but. And like a dangerous place also. So my mom like a like a hero because we are all like a girl. Simply three three daughter and mother. So only four uh, like all like a woman, I'd say like that. And so women had to take care of the three kids. So and they uh they left the spade and they had to carry the food. So when the daytime they travel and at night whatever the spade they Take a break and let uh yeah they take a rest yeah actually like uh today we spend time in the jungle you have to carry everything like a you utensil I don't know how to call it to cook like a pot utensil everything and and when you start and you cook whatever you have yeah you have rice or like a vegetable you have to find out at the jungle mm -hmm. so the leaf or something yeah you have to uh survive like I get to support I to eat together and then they like a two day after that they very close to the Thailand border right so they had like a problem you know Thailand police cast people so very like a you know you know you can go like a daytime you can go like that you had to hide you had to go the different way some kind like a, you had to listen the news what happened and you know each day the police kept people so sometimes they don't catch people so that's why in that time yeah, you can uh, travel with a car because in the Thailand past they had car a safety time so you had to find out you had to wait until the safety time so you can travel to go to the camp what would they do if they come? we put a lot more yeah you had to become labor labor volunteer so if you get the money, so it, you are free. So if you, you cannot pay, you have to work for one week to be free. Sometimes uh, the very mean and they catch the Burmese, your Burmese people, right? They catch and they put you to the jail and they send back to the Burmese army because you belong to the Burmese side. So they, they, yeah, so and uh, you become the Burmese. Labor again. I see. 
So it's a dangerous, very, very scary thing. Some people, they die for that. You cannot come back. That must have been very scary. Yeah, yeah, scary. Especially for a 10-year-old. So there were just four of them in the family that escaped to the Thailand refugee camp. And three of them were children, girls, and their mother. They had to carry their food and cooking supplies and the baby uh, and had to hide the entire way. Before all this, her mom uh, scouted with a friend, scouted the journey, and went up to the Thai refugee camp. Um, She knew a pastor that helped her get a spot in the camp, and she actually had to buy the land. Um, But they had a space to live, and a refugee organization helped with food and clothing things like rice and oil and beans and fish paste. Her friend stayed behind and and her mom came back on her own to rescue her children. Uh, So they really consider her a hero. Yeah, mama, like a hero for us because they say, oh, I'm going to go first. And my mom, very like a keep promise to us. So come come back and pick us. Mm-hmm. And we go together and we made the way to the camp. Do you remember when she came back? Yeah, actually, like uh, three assembly, uh, we, like, uh, we stayed separately. So my my sister, the older sister, uh, worked at the town. So like uh, my mom had to pick up separately. And the uh, little girl, my aunt, took care. So, yeah, so my mom had to come back and collect her. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my aunt also, yeah, already came to United States also. Is your mom here too? Yeah, live with her. Actually, Tito Wynn's mom shows up later in this interview with some taro leaf that she cooked and brought for me to taste, which was so sweet and amazing. And we also spoke briefly at this point about Tito Wynn's sister who moved near Dallas, Texas and has a large very tidy, very hardworking um, farm where they grow Burmese vegetables like chinbong and long beans and also cows and chickens. And Burmese people from nearby will come and buy this traditional foods from her. And um, Nado had just visited bringing some seeds to share for chinbong and said it was an amazing place. One other question. In the camps, was it all Korean people? Yeah, I see like uh, uh, most uh, uh, like a Korean people and some like uh, India. India, they was born in, you know, the, when you move the whole village, you have to move, right? Yeah, some, some Burmese, but and some India, but most of the Korean. Actually, like uh, no reason why Burmese army like a bargain, the Korean people, we don't know. You know sometimes you are Korean uh, without, uh, like, uh, no reason to kill. kill. Yeah, they burn the whole village. Yeah, so because you are Korean. At this point, we hear from Sherku, who starts with the day that her village was burned. Yeah, actually, like uh, for me, like uh, when I uh, I know, like um, uh, our village, uh, uh, Burmese army or soldier, 
the bank, the public. So we had to flee right away. Yeah, so like a similar like a Didi Wayne, you had to travel and you had to listen and why the new, what they say is safety time so you can go no matter what day at time you had to travel. Three days, so yeah, I had to go through and to fight to the camp. How old? Between like a 14, 15 years old, so yeah, I travel with my family. Yeah, I can't remember about two, three family. Yeah, my family and other family also. Daytime, we we walk in, in the, the no matter what. And uh, at night, we sleep in the early morning. We have to travel another day again. When I can, I had to carry, because all people had to carry each thing, right? Because I'm young, so my mom let me carry everything. You, you center? You tender? Utensils. Yeah, you tender. So pot, uh, like a spoon, plate, everything, because I'm young, so they let me carry that one. Yeah, because for carbon. Oh, yeah. My brother very young, so my mom had to carry the clothing or stuff, and the top. My mom had to carry baby also. So it's a depend your age. You had to carry. You cannot go free like that. <laughs> so when the army came, you must not have been much time to grab everything. Oh, uh, like uh, the the before the army came, they hear the news. Nado explains that there were no phones and messages were sent by runners who came ahead of the army to warn the village. So they are ready for that. And when they saw the army, right, came and they flee and they make them angry. So they burned the whole village, the whole, yeah. Several years before this, when she was about 10 years old, she helped her family by cooking and taking care of her younger brothers and the family buffalo, while her parents helped out other families outside the house, uh, including helping with young and lazy buffalo, who they had to pull and push to keep them moving. I think good buffalo, they can go directly, but some buffalo doesn't want to do that. You had to pull in front of people and behind, so two people... So be, like uh, between is buffalo. Mm, that's what her parents did. Yeah. In front and behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to go. You had to pull one and like a buffalo follow you. Mm. Yeah. Is it like a your 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 buffalo like a lazy buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> they work for other people, but not the, for the money, not for the rights. Your turn, my turn. I have you. You had to help me. So even though I'm young, I had to have the other family. So yeah, so cooperate. Yeah. So my my parents so proud for me, and like because I'm young, but I support and I have them. Beside the rice, they grow like a chili, and like a, we grow in here. Something we got natural from the mountain village, so you don't. Need or to grow, but uh, we grow on like a chili and the eggplant, a pumpkin, and cucumber bean. What came from the wilds, from the forest, the jungle? Uh, the other leaf. I don't know how to call. Like a bandong, a bandong. Uh, they grow like a uh, mustard leaf. Mustard leaf, you know, after that they make a paste and they dry, and you can eat winter time. No, they call paste, right? No, no, no. How to call paste? No, sour. 
Oh, a pickle. Pickle. Yeah, some kind of like a pickle. A pickle, yeah. Pickle. 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 <laughs> yes. And it dry <laughs> in the sun. Yeah, it's a depend the location. Pickle. Yeah, sometimes they didn't, after that, they paste, they make a paste, they mix with the water. chili thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, water. Actually, my mom, she you know, had to leave, had to go to the camera. He carried like a sea, vegetable sea, and the ground. Uh, uh, they, they had to hide him. They had to carry hiding because it's illegal. So they believe like uh, when you carry like that so you can make a more fruit, more vegetable. They actually like a, a long, long time ago, like a generation a senior, they say, East play because you have to move all the time, right? East time carry, and because like uh, they soy, very good thing. So yeah, you had to carry. So uh, they listen. So each play they move no matter what to the cat also. That is very beautiful. When you bring the soil to the new place, what do you do with it? They pray and they wish something, and each time like a uh, they spread, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spread it on the soil. And the soil, and they pray, and they say something. What do you pray? Yeah, actually, like uh, they wish because they had to move place to place, so they wish they can stay in here, not temporary. They wish like that. Yeah. They don't want to move, so wish like uh, oh, I want to stay in long time forever, something like that. Each time they're gonna move, they have to carry. Actually, I live on the seventh street. Yeah, uh, like a bed yard. Yeah, my mom spread there and pray for and wish. Let go. Because right away, you had to do. Where you carry the seed, you had to carry the earth and become good. So, anyway, like uh, you go to the Thailand, right? You bring. And you go to the United States, right? Bring with the seed. Not only seed, you have to bring with the earth. To carry. So, like, uh, they really surprised and they're really happy because they thought, like, uh, oh, we go to the new country, third country, we, we don't have chance to grow, continue to grow, as because the weather or maybe it's allowed to grow or not. But right now, we had chance and it's a good opportunity, you know, when they're right away, they even though small space. You know they they allowed to work. They had chance to work because in in the past every day work 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 in the earth like a garden thing, farmer thing. But the big country they don't they never dream. They never thought like that we can have opportunity. But right now continue to especially right now continue to work at the uh, Nova. Say like a for me. I, I thought like uh, in America, we don't have vegetables, so before I let, I eat vegetable a lot. And I eat like a bitten melon leaf. I eat every day before I let. This is all very powerful to me to imagine people uprooting themselves from their ancestral home, something they've had to do many times, but this time to actually leave that whole region. 
with hopes of getting to Thailand and to the U.S., and taking seeds for the plants that they love, taking soil so that they can perform the ritual of starting to root in a new place. They even talked about taking pots and homemade knives uh, so that they could be sure they can eat where they're going. And, you know, Serku filling up on bitter melon leaves, not knowing if she'll ever get to eat them again, or vegetables in general. This is all very powerful and, and must have been very scary and makes me think about, you know, the the miracle that they're able to now grow their traditional foods in their new space that they live in. And here we're going to talk about some of the traditions that they take along with them around growing food and harvesting and eating and blessing the food. Oh, by the way, the seed they collect each year, yeah, and they dry the sun. Sometimes, you know, dry them on the like a, on the stove, yeah. And actually, like uh, the honor to the old people, they give the old people, yeah, after that. They, they give say, the old people the first first fruit. First, first fruit. fruit. Every everything you come out your garden, you do because they bless it. We got blessing for the old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they believe like that, so yeah. they wish and they pray for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you bring the other the first fruit, so yeah. So you said the old people bless the food? Yeah, the pastor, mm-hmm. the leader, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So each time everything, vegetable, whatever come out, just get to the end. They knew it at the blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, like a blessing you you need for God and you need for people also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nado said blessings you need for God and you need for people also. And she kind of follows this with all these beautiful ways that they bless people with their fruits of their labor. They, she talks about, you know, giving the first fruits to their community, to the pastor, to their families, but also to strangers, to elders, to people in the community who would be blessed by their, by their food, by their first fruits. She also talks about early in the season having feasts with their first fruits, first harvests at their church and at their farm. Uh, And so, you know, providing delicious, healthy food for for people is really a huge part of what they do. And we've certainly experienced that every time we've visited their farm or even when they visit our farm. And also, right during this section of the interview, Tita Wynn's mom walks in with some taro leaves that she's cooked so that I could try it, which is just another incredible blessing. Here's that. You asked your mom to bring this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about the whole thing we eat. The leaf, the stand, the root. So the the root they cook with the other meat, like a, a pot bone, a chicken bone, very good. They actually forage for these leaves in certain waterways in Philadelphia, and I promised I wouldn't reveal those places. Uh, but it also brought us to the fact that people grew it back home in rivers like the one where Tita Wynn grew up. Uh, and brought us back to her mother's house. 
and I asked them to share with her mother that we would be talking to her, talking about her as a hero. And uh, this is her response to that. Yeah, I'm hero. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Okay, that was the end of October 2019, where I had been delivering turmeric leaves and ginger leaves and interviewing them in the community center. And we're going back in time now to the beginning of September of that year when they were visiting our farm as they do every year. They brought a bunch of food, of course. It was amazingly delicious. And we went through the fields and harvested a bunch of their traditional crops, including turmeric and ginger and actually some weeds in the field and pumpkin leaves and so on. I also got to have truly ripe cucumber soup for the first time, which was awesome, like big, big yellow cucumber fruits in the soup. And so here we go. We're under a pop-up tent pretty close to our high tunnel or hoop house, and we're going to talk about some of their favorite plants. I'm so glad you all are here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you brought all these amazing foods and also harvested from our farm to add to that. Um, what, do you, what did you make today? Today we made bami uh, salad, uh, tea salad. So we got like a, we had to add like a shrimp, dry shrimp, and like a bean deep fry. And we added a tomato. Usually we add with the uh, cabbage, but today we want like a fresh tomato and green tomato, not red tomato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we brought like a chimbao. Chimbao, you know, rosa. Yeah, the, in, uh, in American they call Rosa. Roselle, yes. So, and I interviewed you about that last time I saw you. Yeah. So we fry with the dry fringe uh, and bamboo. And today we bring the turmeric lid and we fry with the baby shrimp or baby fish. It's a f- our like a favorite and we like it. And this one we bring like a bitten. Bitten, yeah, we grow from like a novels also. It's a bitter bitter eggplant? Bitter eggplant, yeah. Everything like a beaten. And in here we pick, we saw the beaten lid also. So in my country, they say like a beaten is a good for the medicine. And after that, I learned and I know about it. They say like a protect many like a cancer. So yeah, it's a natural way. We, they like the taste they loved also. And this one? Oh, spilanthes. Spilanthi also. Yeah, we have like a three kind, but in here we saw like a one kind. Yeah, so they're ready to eat. And today we're gonna eat fresh uh, ginger leaf and turmeric leaf. Yeah, so like uh, the guy can't wait to eat <laughs> because he asked me again, again, can I get for today for lunch? I say okay. So we pick a fresh. We're gonna eat. Great, yes, they came right from the hoop house, uh, maybe 100 feet from here. <laughs> Can you tell me a little more about this eggplant? Because I asked you last time, and I, I didn't press record. <laughs> you told me but this is used for, as medicine also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they say like a good for medicine. So I think like a countryside is from the uh, upper Burma, and many people, they got from there. So every year they should eat, they say like that. So, yeah. So I really surprised. I came to the United States. I saw the same fruit. So we're so happy to eat. Yeah, it's a bitten uh, eggplant. Egg Where did you see it in America? Um, first, I saw at the New Jersey. 
Yeah, after that, we grow at the Novus. Oh, so you got the seeds from a farmer in New Jersey? Oh, uh, no. In that time, we don't know. Uh, we're not allowed to pick. We thought like that. Only we pick like a young. Mm. We don't pick like a, the, like a, the yellow one. Mm. But after that, like Adam teach us. Oh, Adam found the seeds. Yeah. Again, that's Adam Forbes, who used to work with them at Novik and who now grows his Greek ancestral seeds for true love seeds. And we're talking about what we call the green pumpkin eggplant, or ka, which is an African species, but very popular in Southeast Asia. Awesome. Okay, so don't let me hold us up from eating. If you want to go ahead and I can maybe describe what you're doing. Yeah. So using a knife to cut up the turmeric. <laughs> Too long, too long to uh, chewing on. Actually, in Burma, they eat only like a baby leaf. Mm-hmm. But in here, no matter what, we eat everything, and we fry with the like a shrimp. In Burma, yeah, it's a good leaf, you know, very big, and we put like a fresh baby fish and baby like a string and fish, and we put other flavor, onion, garlic, and spicy, and chilies, and we put that, and we like a we roast, mm-hmm. and. So last year when I brought you the very tall, very large leaves, that was not normal. Normally you'd have very small turmeric leaves. Yeah. So in here, I think maybe the weather, or I don't know, if the sun situation is very big (laughs) in my country, not be like that. Oh, so they don't even get as big as they do here in Burma? No, it's a small. I think like they say like a two kind of turmeric, they say like a when like a small root, small leaf. So they say smell, more smell than big one. So that's why. Oh. And we had like a bitten also for medicine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did I wing might have it? A bitter turmeric for medicine. Yes. Oh. And it's that's different from this. Yeah. The same the same shape, the same leaf, but the taste different. Oh. Nado, can you tell the podcast what you just told me about where to get turmeric plants? Turmeric plants? Yeah, turmeric plants. Oh, turmeric plant are the root before we we saw at the China, Chinese uh, restaurant, oh no, no, grocery. And we plant and die. So after that, we find out in the India, India supermarket. Yeah, so this year I got more. Because theirs are older. Older, and two kind of the, we can see, you can see like a small and old. But when for like uh, someone they said it's a baby one. So when like a baby one cannot get the plant. So you have to make a correct thing to pick. All right. So we need the nice mature roots. Yeah. And the taste also different. You can see. They have different kinds in India yes. versus China. Yes. So at the India one, it's a count, like a close to our Burma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can see. Yeah. Because people uh, eat the turmeric for the flavor and smell and the one I think digest and um, when you have like a stomach upset just you eat and drink like a pounder mm-hmm. turmeric pounder yeah good for health mm-hmm. in my country they apply in the skin when after I do get baby they say like a, a blood uh, cycling get normal so they eat and they apply and they make a some kind they roast and they is it tastes good Mm. So it's a turmeric is important for our country. Mm-hmm. So in here we try to looking for and we found at the Asian market. But the correct thing from my country is for India. Mm. 
store. Mm. Yeah. 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 Some people like uh, in countryside. They don't have medicine, right? Yeah. They use uh, bitten a plant instead of medicine. So why like uh, they have like a uh, mm, malaria, and when they have fever, no medicine, right? So they eat that, and they get well. They just eat it raw like that. They plop the little eggplant in their mouth. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, they, uh, they boil and they fry, and some people, they eat, mostly they eat like a fresh like that. Yeah. Do you have a special name for this one? I mean, to call it. Yeah, everything they say like a beaten, so we don't have separate name. Everything beats a beet leaf, beet fruit. The call ka. Yeah. Ka, okay. Ka means a beaten. Bitter. Yeah, this one also like a beaten leaf. Yeah, we found in here. So I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know what we call this because we think of it as a weed. What did you call? Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the, the oh, your okay, favorite. My favorite pumpkin leaf. And pan, uh, pumpkin leaf is my favorite. So I never thought I gonna get in here. But when we, the first year, like uh, we really nervous to grow. And after that, we can see, yeah, and the other location also we saw, so I'm so happy because it's my favorite in Burma. Especially in Burma, we make a soup because countryside, uh, we make with the bamboo. Sometimes we make a soup with the baby pumpkin and baby, uh, the leaf and bamboo shoot. We make a soup, yeah. And we can fry also, and you can make a, yeah, you can make a soup also. So what do you do with this part? You don't eat that? No. How are you going to eat? So that's why you have to know how to how to make the pumpkin leaf. Yeah. So this one you take out. And this one, you have like a skin inside. So you have to do like that. So when you do like that, it's come out. See? It's a secret. <laughs> so you're pulling apart the leaf and the stem to to expose the outer the outer strings and then take the strings off. Well, some people, they don't know, just they cut and they fry and they make a soup. So when, you know, you chewing, not easy to come out because you have to peel this one. It's correct way. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to try this. And now, are you going to eat this now or later? You have to later, cook it. Later, later. Just I show you how to make, yeah, how to prepare for the pumpkin leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a my favorite. And here we jump forward a couple years to our annual seed cleaning day at Novik Urban Farm in South Philly, under that highway by that stadium, with all the farmers and good food and lots of seeds to winnow and thresh, thresh and winnow. And here you hear the winnowing process on a rice winnowing basket. And we talk about that a little bit, and then we move into threshing okra seeds in a bucket while we talk about what's happening right now in Burma. Yeah, they shake, yeah. Same they want like a little girl. Yeah, yeah, they have to do like that. It's a country, mm -hmm. natural thing to do. And they, they know how to make a measure, but you have to practice a lot. I cannot. I'm not good for that. The salon, my black color, no cigar, no bunny alley. Huh? No bunny alley. I need to see. Nay, let the salon, my color, the salatani. The Jarocana. Uh, where's the old children need it? Yeah, like a 14 years old, you could. 
It's good for that. Uh-huh. That's what yeah. you do when you're 14. Yeah, because I saw a man. man do it. Okay, here we are sitting around an okra bucket together with maybe hundreds of okra pods dried up with seeds pouring out of them. There's several of us sitting around together and talking about the medicinal benefits of okra for diabetes and arthritis and the cold and childbirth. And I'm recording on my phone, learning as we go. Here we go. Cholesterol or diabetes? Cavity? Diabetes. Diabetes. Oh, diabetes. diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. That's good and, for medicine. And, and quietly, like uh, the, uh, arthritis. Arthritis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And when I got cold, you have to drink. Mm. Cut cold, you make a soup. Oh, and you drink the broth. You drink the yeah. soup. Yeah, make a soup. Uh, for so, the diabetes, you have to uh, put in the cool water, the yeah. rock. Not cooked. They put in the thing in the water, and so and next day you can drink. You put the whole thing in the water. Like yeah, you have to chop a little bit. You have to chop. Yeah, you chop a little bit. Yeah, chop little bit in the cool water. Drink like a juice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So they say like a diabetes is very good for that. So they drink. I think you can leave those in. Uh, I know someone from Pakistan. His father has diabetes, mm-hmm. and he puts an okra pod in the water at night. Yeah. In the morning, he drinks it. Yeah, but you have to chop it a little bit. You have to chop it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you, you can fly with the A. Mm-hmm. Medium. No, don't put down. It's very good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, easy to give birth. Oh. So you have to eat this one. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So, pregnant woman, they have to eat. For the smooth liquid. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, with the uh, catfish. Catfish, they make a soup. Catfish and okra for a pregnant woman? Yeah, make a soup. Yeah, make a soup. Okay, right before birth? Yeah, <laughs> ready for birth. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question about Burma? Uh-huh. Because um, we're going to put together our episode soon of our interviews. Um, I'm wondering if you have anything to say about what's happening in Burma right now. Oh, it's a terrible. So, I don't know how to say, like a political? Political. Yeah. Even though you, when we elect the government, right? Oh, like a democracy. Democ- I said democracy won. But the military want to take a place. So, they bully. It's with the power right now, terrible. They kill people and yeah. they say, oh, you work with the government, you work with the other groups, you like, you say like, a, I don't know, they don't trust. And even though they kill many people, who educate, 
like a teacher, doctor, volunteer. Wow. You have you, you volunteer, you have people, right? And they care you. Yeah. Wow. And you brought the food to the like a refugee camp. They kill you. Wow. Even though you send money, they catch and they took money. Wow. And took like a food. And actually like uh, we go with uh, like a Thailand side. Yeah. And when they got the information, they stop out and they, they take it. Wow. And they kill people. Easily take the people, uh, like a clear people right now. Many, many people die. Yeah. And so they have to flee to the jungle. And some people, they flee until U.S. right now. Yeah. But mo uh, many, it's uh, like a jungle and they, go, they went to the, like uh, India and the Thailand mm. right now. Not safety. The whole family, they're going to kill. No reason they're gonna kill you, and like uh, many many. And I think like uh, this month, oh yeah, this month they, in the Time magazine you can see the lady, the young lady in Burma. Mm. Yeah, they stand for that one, mm -hmm. and they make a protest and then they speak out. So like uh, to like uh, other country know our help. Yeah. Is your family safe? Yeah, right now, for now. But our house, we don't know. The first time, they check in like a... They, they, like a... The house is damaged. Yeah. Damaged. But my, my sister house, like a fire burned out. From so the airplane. Yeah, they draw like a bone or something. Mm -hmm. our, our town, very small town. But why did... They use like a the stuff like that, I don't know. And like a, they, they came to your house and they broke in your stuff. They took everything like a value thing. Mm -hmm. They took and they made broken your house. So I don't understand how political. Wow. Yeah, so even though you come back, your house damaged and you have food to eat. Yeah, but when we're gonna come back, I don't know right now. It's like a mama, three months. Three months already, a second time, they have to flee again. So we don't know when going to come back. And the countryside is very cold. So some people safe for them. And you know, in the jungle, the raining. So like uh, many people already sick. Oh, and wow. the COVID, COVID hit. Right. So like a double. Wow. So every day you, you can hear many people die. Mm -hmm. And the government, the government, I mean military, they kill people. Many places, many states, every day. Wow. Even though a kid, a young, like a student also. Mm. Yeah, kids understand right now, I think two years already, not in school. Wow. So education behind right now. Yeah, yeah. Very behind. And they cut out the internet. And the color. Yeah, and. What was that? Oh, it's like everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So business, everything, like everything go down. So some company, they quit. They don't work anymore. Some, mm. the big company, mm -hmm. you know, every day you can, like a bone. It's like a city at the many locations, the build building. How many years you have to build a building, right? Your house. They easily do, they burn out. Yesterday, I heard at the new, it's like a, the whole village. It's like a 40 house. And the two times. They come back again, and they thought like uh, 
they don't trust you, right? Mm -hmm. You go with the government, they sell like that, and you buy, they buy your house. Oh, wow. Yeah, so many people in Jangka no house, no play, no, like a no food. So, and quite like a people try to help. Even though we like uh, the raise money in the other country, mm -hmm. we send the money, we cannot get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, if you like a 60,000 or maybe 30,000, they get it, but otherwise. So, what can you do? So, just we pray. You pray. <laughs> yeah, we pray and we see how like uh, something going to be changed for our country. It's a six months already. Six months. Because we start like, we start like uh, January, uh, February 1st. You know, actually, like uh, we elect government, right? The November. We elect the government and we know like a uh, democracy won. And they already had a meeting, they already had like a meeting, everything set out. And, you know, a few weeks they're gonna, they're gonna like, a, like a make a ceremony. But at the midnight, they told, they, uh, they put in the jail. They put like a <laughs> president in jail. Wow. Yeah, you can't believe? Wow. Only our country, I think. It must be very hard to watch all that from here. Yeah. Where you can't do much besides uh, pray. Yeah, just, we don't have like a, just it. Um, actually, like, a, it's like a long time ago, and our, like a countryside for the Korean people, 70, uh, 70 years ago, they got like a, I think like we got bullied. Uh -huh. Bully. I, I, yeah, you know. So it's the, been 70 years. You know, when they fought for the British, mm -hmm. you know, okay, we're gonna work together. When we win, we're gonna give you. But they broke promise. Uh -huh. You understand? Mm -hmm. So long, long story. So many Syria is a current. So they fought for the, to get freedom. But after that, they cannot make it. So, so that's why we can't like an enemy. So, so no reason. Are you Korean? So yeah, they kill you. No reason. Easily to kill. So that's why many refugees is a Korean people. Yeah. So other ethnic judges started, but the longer one is a Korean people. So until right now, when you say Burmese, so like a very sensitive for the Korean people because they killed by Burmese army. They burn your house. No place to live. No safety, so many, many generations. So that's why, like a Korean people ask, why we have to flee? Why we have to run in jungle? Why we have to escape? No question for that. Mm. Because grandpa, grandma, already. So until right now, so we, we hold like a finish. And right now, other ethnic, they, so they understand right now, oh, that's why Korean people fought like the against fighter. So they understand. So like a many, many ethnic groups right now, they have like a, so you need like uh, to against the army. I mean like a Burmese. Burmese are military. You know, they take the power, you know, because they have gun. So they came to your village. What cow they want to eat to kill it? What pig they want to eat to kill? And why your daughter they want to take it? Even though you're white, they're gonna take it. Because they have gun. So they took the power, not equal. And they took, even though like a tree, you know, like a tea, you know, tea tree, mm -hmm. they're very, very right. Even though in your garden, they say they belong to military. Oh my God. Wow. So take all your food and your trees and your plants. Yeah. So you not own your stuff. Um, 
and like a, you make your rice or you make your thing. Mm -hmm. If they want to take, they take it. Not belong to you, even though it belongs to you. And like a, the plant, also the the plant, the land also. Many generations, your grandpa, grandma, right? Yeah. But they took it. Yeah. Does, yeah. Does so, your sister own her land in Texas? Yeah. She bought it. Yeah. That must be really, really powerful. Really, I will put up an really ikat. Uh, yeah, really? You got it, Ten ikat. And she owns it. Yeah. So that's a big difference from Burma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it belongs to her. So no one bother the locate that's even your other one. Very free down here. No one can come and take her animals yeah. Yeah. or her rice or anything. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Too big. No, that's good. Are you sure? That's good. Because it, yeah, they'll fit through there. But probably we can just winnow. Thank you so much to Nado and the Karen community of South Philly, especially at Novik Urban Farm. And thank you for listening and sharing this episode of Seeds and Their People with your loved ones. Please also subscribe and please leave a positive review. Thank you also for supporting our seed keeping and storytelling work by ordering seeds, calendars, and more from our web catalog at trueloveseeds.com. And please check out our new Patreon in the show notes to help support this work. And remember, keeping seeds is an act of true love for our ancestors and for our collective future.